Chicago. You know, this city really doesn't do itself any favors. Unless you were alive at the time or unless you're a historian of the NBA, you probably don't know that the Chicago Bulls were a destitute franchise before the arrival of Michael Jordan. Matter of fact, Outside of a couple of years with Derrick Rose, the Bulls, they have been a destitute franchise since the retirement of Michael Jordan. Basically, if you removed the Jordan era from this franchise, the Bulls would probably be considered one of the worst franchises in the NBA at least in terms of playoff success, winning and losing. Michael Jordan, he receives most, if not all, the credit for the success of the Chicago Bulls in the 90s, and rightfully so. I mean, make no mistake about it. Michael Jordan, he put the city of Chicago on his back. Hell, he put the entire league on his back and allowed the NBA to ride his cape. But there is someone who doesn't get the credit that he deserves. There's someone who is often overlooked when we look back at the Bulls' success. People give credit to Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Phil Jackson, even some of the role players like Steve Kerr, John Paxson, Bill Winnington, Scotty Burrell, Horace Grant, B.J. Armstrong, even some of the role players on those teams. They receive their proper share of the credit. But the one man who often gets overlooked was the architect of the team, Jerry Krause, the general manager of the Chicago Bulls while they were dominating the NBA. It's easy to say things like, well, anyone can win with Michael Jordan. Yeah, kinda, but that's simply not true. I mean, if that was the case, Doug Collins, he would have won with Michael Jordan. Jerry Krause, he was responsible for making the unpopular decision at the time to fire Doug Collins, the man who had just led the Bulls to the Eastern Conference Finals. The decision was unpopular with fans. Hell, it was unpopular with Michael Jordan himself. Another decision that wasn't popular was trading Charles Oakley to the New York Knicks. Jerry Krause made a lot of decisions that weren't necessarily well received. However, a lot of those decisions were. Jerry Krause was not popular with players. Towards the end of the dynasty, he didn't get along with Phil Jackson, which, by the way, without Jerry Krause... There probably is no Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson was relatively unknown when Jerry Krause promoted him to replace Doug Collins. If I remember correctly, his only head coaching experience at the time was coaching down in Puerto Rico, where if you defeat the home team, you're lucky to make it out alive. Booing, though. Booing has always been a part of sports. Outside of social media, fans really only have two ways to send a message to the franchise or a particular player. You can purchase tickets to the game and express your outrage by booing, or you can do what I'm currently doing with my Saints. You can refuse to support them financially and refuse to watch them on television. It is no secret that I hate Dennis Allen as a head coach. I don't hate the man on a personal level, but I hate Dennis Allen as the head coach of my team. God forbid something tragic happened to Dennis Allen. I don't even want to speak that into existence. It's just a hypothetical. But if something happened to Dennis Allen and the Saints decided to honor him in the Superdome, I firmly believe that the city of New Orleans, the Gulf Coast, we would show Dennis Allen his proper respect. Even though he sucks as a head coach, Dennis Allen has made a lot of positive contributions. He was responsible for resurrecting the defense. The Saints went 
went from having historically bad defenses to being top five, top 10 every year. If something happened to Dennis Allen and he was being honored in the Superdome, the city of New Orleans would give him the respect that he deserves. Unfortunately, that is not what happened last night in Chicago. Jerry Krause was born and raised in the city of Chicago. He is one of their own. He's a hometown kid. Last night, the Bulls held a Ring of Honor ceremony to honor the 95-96 championship season. Jerry, uh, Jerry Krause, he was included in the ceremony. Now, for those that don't know, Jerry Krause passed away in 2017. So his wife, Thelma, she was there in attendance to accept the honor. His face appears on the Jumbotron. The announcer is listing out all of his accolades. At this point, you expect the fans in attendance to show some respect and appreciation. This man was responsible for building the best teams in the history of the NBA. We will never see another dynasty like the 1990s Bulls. If you don't want to show your respect, you are well within your rights to sit there and shut the fuck up. What did the quality citizens of Chicago do? Watch for yourself. Two-time NBA Executive of the Year, represented by his wife, Thelma, Basketball Hall of Famer and former Bulls General Manager, Jerry Krause. Disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Now, thankfully, there were some decent people in the arena that tried to drown out some of the booing. But to hear it that prevalent, there had to be thousands of people booing Jerry Krause. I'd be willing to bet most of the people booing, they were not even alive during his run. And if they were alive, they weren't old enough to know what the hell was going on. Absolutely disgusting behavior by the fans in Chicago. Fans in Philadelphia booing Santa Claus back in the 60s, 70s, or 80s, or whenever the hell that happened, that was funny. Santa Claus is a fictional character. If there are kids watching this channel right now, I'm sorry to crush your dream, but this channel's for adults only, so kids should not be watching me anyway. A couple of months ago, fans in San Antonio, they relentlessly booed Kawhi Leonard. Remember Greg Popovich interrupted the game to chastise his own fan base for booing an opposing player? You guys remember that? Greg Popovich is a doofus. Spurs fans booing Kawhi Leonard. That's just part of the game. But what happened last night in Chicago, that was completely different. It was disrespectful. It was unacceptable. Hell, it was bullshit. I mean, the man's widow comes to the arena to accept this honor. She's probably excited. I would imagine that she has been looking forward to this night since she was invited. She shows up to the arena smiling and she leaves in tears. If Jerry Krause was alive and he showed up to accept this honor and he was booed by fans in Chicago, I guess that would be one thing. I wouldn't necessarily agree with it. I wouldn't understand it. I mean, time is supposed to heal all wounds. It's been over 20 years since he was the general manager of the Bulls. I know people are still upset because he ended the dynasty early, ran Phil Jackson out of town. You can blame him for pushing Michael Jordan into early retirement. I don't think that should erase everything that he contributed to the franchise. Time is supposed to heal all wounds. But if Jerry Krause was there personally and a segment of fans wanted to boo him, 
Fine. I mean, that's part of the game. But the reality is, he passed away seven years ago. His wife was there to represent him. Families should always be off limits. You don't disrespect the wife. I don't know if his children were in attendance last night, but you damn sure don't disrespect the children. I don't care if they are adults now. To their mother, they're still her kids. There has been plenty of reaction to the behavior in Chicago last night. Bulls announcer Stacey King, he lectured his own fan base. Now, you guys know I'm not usually big on lectures, but... I thought this lecture was appropriate. Stacy King called it the worst thing that he had ever seen in his life. I mean, it's hard to argue against that point. Normally, the media likes to exaggerate things. Hell, I'm guilty of doing it myself. But I don't think Stacy King is exaggerating here. I thought the best reaction, though, came from Steve Kerr. My boy, Stevie. Steve Kerr is no stranger to giving lectures during NBA press conferences. I mean, who could forget his passionate lecture on gun control a couple of years ago during the Western Conference Finals? One of my favorite Stevie lectures was when he spoke about the importance of defunding the police. That was a good one. And by the way, How's that working out in San Francisco? How's that working out in Seattle, Minneapolis? Normally, I'm in complete disagreement with Stevie Kerr, but lately, I find myself agreeing with him. A couple of weeks ago, he rightfully criticized the officiating in the NBA, something that's been a problem for years and somehow continues to get worse. Last night, Steve Kerr got behind the pulpit, delivered what I thought was one of his best sermons. Steve Kerr was a part of the championship team that was being honored last night. He is very familiar with the city of Chicago. Listen to his comments on the repugnant behavior last night. Absolutely shameful. Um, I cannot believe um, I'm devastated for Thelma and for uh, the Krause family. And you, you have to understand, when you hear boos, it's not all of them, right? So the fans who booed... Um, they know who they are, and that's, um, to me, it's, it's absolutely shameful, and I, I'm, I'm devastated by that. What are we doing? You know, whether, whether you, you know, people liked Jerry or not, whether they disagreed with uh, the decision to, you know, to move on from the, whatever the, I mean, like, we're here to celebrate um, that team. Jerry did an amazing job building that team. Um, tonight was and last night was all about the joy and the, uh, the love that that team shared with the city. And I'm so disappointed in the fans. Steve Kerr's right. Every fan in attendance was not booing, but it was a lot of them. Matter of fact, it sounded like the majority of them. Time and place. There is a time and place for everything. You don't go to a funeral and boo the casket. When I'm in my disguise and covertly attending Sunday morning services at Woke United Methodist, I don't boo Father Jalen Rose during his sermon. Even though I don't agree with it, even though I don't believe the religion, there's a time and place for showing that. That time and place isn't during the middle of church. During a time of celebration, a ceremony meant to honor a championship team from, what, 30 years ago? With the architect of the team no longer being with us. That is not the time to boo him. And it's damn sure not the time to boo his family. Thelma Krause. She is just as important to the contributions of her husband. She was the one making the ultimate sacrifice. Husbands on the road or stuck at the office most of the day and night. Who is at home raising the kids? 
Thelma Krause. She might not have directly contributed to the team, but her contributions to the household allowed her husband to contribute to the team. That old saying, behind every great man is a great woman, there is truth to that saying. Last night was a great opportunity for Chicago to show their appreciation to Thelma Krause by honoring her husband, and they completely fucked it up. But give me your thoughts on this. I can't imagine that anyone in this audience thinks what happened last night was appropriate. Normally, I come up with a couple of questions here, but I really don't know what to ask you. So just give me your thoughts on what happened in Chicago last night. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.